Amazing. We are live. Happy Friday, everybody. Coach Andrew here, and welcome back to another episode of TN Teachings, where essentially we're going to be talking about finding your own way or how you can find your own way uh, to achieve results in your health and your fitness goals. So uh, it was so interesting. Me and Lorna last night, we were sitting on our couch and we were having conversations just talking about our businesses, um, our, our two different sides. And it's so interesting because me and Lorna completely run our businesses in two totally different ways. Like Lorna is all into social media. She's posting every single day, multiple times a day. She has all of her online promotions. She does virtually no networking whatsoever. And me, I'm totally different. I have the podcast. Uh, sure, I post here on Facebook, but for the most part, I rely solely on doing a lot of networking, building a lot of relationships with people. So our businesses and even the way we do business is completely different. However, we both have successful businesses. And that's the most important part that I want to share with you guys is there is no one right way to living a healthy lifestyle, to being able to lose weight, to help remove inflammation. There's no one end all be all diet that's actually going to make a change in which you're going to see a lifetime of results with. So why do people think that way? Well, a lot of times when we're searching for what's going to work, we look across the field, we look into our next door neighbor's yard, the whole grass is greener on the other side thing. And we're like, well, what's working for them? Let me do what's working for them and try it for me. Here's why this doesn't work. A lot of the times when people implement other people's things, it's not based and customized to them, and it's not based on their lifestyle and routine. So most of our clients, whenever they're trying other diets, whether it's keto because a friend is doing keto or intermittent fasting because a parent has done it in the past, they're like, for some reason, I'm doing it, but I'm not getting the same results. Well, I tend to ask them this, are they your same age? Do they have the same hormones as you? Do they have the same lifestyle as you? Do they have the same hunger and fullness cues? All of these things are going to be no. And that's what makes it so different is we are stuck in our heads that we have to do similar to someone else in order to get a result that they got. But in reality, in order for you to get the results that you want, you have to apply something that is going to work for you. So when it comes from, from a diet perspective, I tell people there's no specific diet that works because technically all of them work. You have to find one that's realistic for your lifestyle. So an example is this, when I wake up first thing in the morning, I'm starving, I'm ravenous, it's 5am and I'm like, hey, I am hungry. Does it make sense for someone like me to do intermittent fasting? No, because first thing in the morning, I'm going to be starving. And if my next meal is noon, I'm going to be hungry all the way up until noon. And that's going to be counterintuitive to my health and my hormones. However, there are some people who they're not hungry in the morning whatsoever, and intermittent fasting is easy for them to implement. So number one, you got to look at, can it integrate into your lifestyle and your routine? So whatever you're looking to change at from your nutrition or whatever you're looking to change from your activity or even your habits, you have to look at, can I realistically maintain this long-term? So number one, from a diet perspective is you've got to look at how often am I going to be eating? What are the size of the meals? And is that realistic? So it, 
in my case, I like to have essentially multiple meals per day. I usually eat about every three hours and that works for me. That's good because I don't feel hungry. It's good because my energy is stable. And because they're smaller meals, it doesn't make me feel bloated or make me feel super full. So that works with me. But maybe that won't work with you. Maybe having just three straight meals will work with you. You need to find something that you can realistically maintain. And then here's the kicker. You got to do it consistently. Because if you're trying random things and week over week, you're changing your diet, you're going to see random results. And those results may be good. They might be bad. So you have to be consistent enough in order for you to rule out what works for you and what's not. And that's the second thing. It's body intuitiveness. We, for some reason, as people, we've lost our ability to be intuitive with our hunger and our fullness cues, with our digestion, and with what our body is responding to. That's the other downside to just picking up what someone else is doing because you skip all of the trial and error that helps you learn about your body. Like how many of you know when your body is going to be hungry next? How many of you know what foods set you off and what foods are actually okay for you to eat? How many of you know what foods actually cause a slowdown and make you feel tired versus make you feel energized? A lot of people don't know these things and it's because they chose not to do the trial and error. And they're like, I'm just going to do what, what my friend does or a family member does because it works for them. You need to have that body intuitiveness in order for you to understand how to eat right for your body type, how to be able to keep your system running in a sustainable way. So from that aspect of yourself, you have to look at a couple of different things for intuitiveness. You have to look at how your body feels day to day, and you got to write it down. So many people are just walking around like, I don't think that that worked. But did you actually write it down? Did you actually track it? Because how can you find your own way to your results if you're not writing down the map, the pathway or things that you're doing to see whether or not it's working for you? So the first one is you got to pick something that that's realistic and consistent. And then, of course, you've got to do that body intuitiveness. The last thing is you can't question. See, a lot of times when people are trying to find their own way and in, in their own results in their health and their fitness, other people are going to start saying, well, why are you doing that? Well, how come you've applied this? Then this is where we start to put titles and labels on things. So people are like, oh, well you know, I, I don't want to eat gluten because I'm gluten intolerant. That's what they say, because it's easier than saying to someone, I just prefer not to eat gluten. That's my preference and my choice. We put a label on it, which then restricts how we operate. So someone goes, for example, I'm vegan, nothing wrong with being vegan. But if you accept the title of being vegan, then the moment you have something that's not vegan, you're going to be judged, you're going to be criticized, you're going to be ridiculed, and that's going to be a negative for you. So instead of adopting that title, which forces yourself and locks yourself into a box and limits your freedom of food and your freedom of lifestyle, why don't you say this? Why don't you say, you know what? I actually like to eat more vegetables and more whole foods as opposed to sticking with a lot of meats in my diet. So I prefer to really limit the amount of meat. And if someone asks you why, because it makes me feel good that way. That's all you need to answer for someone to go, okay, that makes total sense. 
That's how you clarify and get your own results. You're not going to see results in your health and fitness by doing what other people do. By trying to copy someone, okay? I call this being a copy of a copy. It's a poor imitation, right? Like Picasso. You could try to replicate a Picasso. It's going to be crap. <laughs> no one's going to buy that painting because it's not Picasso. So you've got to make your own Picasso in terms of your life. And this isn't just with food. I'm using food as an example, but this comes down to activity. So let's say you used to work at work out at 5am and you're like, Oh man, that used to work for me for so long. Or so many people say it's beneficial to work out early, but now you work night shifts and that's not possible. Then don't do it. If it's not possible for you, or if it doesn't make sense with your lifestyle, find a time now where your activity can work. And that's another interesting thing is a lot of people will say to themselves to justify why they're doing what they're doing, but it's worked in the past. So not just it's working for someone else, it's also worked in the past. Like I did intermittent fasting in my 20s and it worked. Well, you're not 20 anymore. Things are totally different now. You've had a few kids, your hormones have changed, your, your lifestyle and your stressors and your work are through the roof. So how can you expect to get the same result if you are in a completely different stage place in your life? It's not going to be the same. So you can't compare things that you've done in the past to things that you're doing in the future. Because also you have to look at, although you say it worked in the past, did it really work if you stopped doing it? No, like everything that we've done in the past where we're like, oh, when I used to track calories and macros, it worked for me. Clearly it didn't because you're not tracking calories and macros now. It was too hard for you to stick and maintain and you fell off track. So clearly that wasn't a realistic solution for you being so strict and rigid with your food because you're not doing it right now. Or, oh, you know what? I used to not have any carbs and I felt absolutely fantastic. Well, clearly you have carbs now. Why? Because it was unrealistic for you to say, I'm never going to have carbs again a day in my life. It was too hard for you to keep. So instead of putting these boundaries and these things on ourselves, which prevent us from seeing results, develop your own results. Like a part of the reason why coaching works or working with a coach works. And even the way that we work with our clients is because it's not a cookie cutter. You're doing the same thing as Sally. And the next thing, it's all the same. We're doing it different for each person because each person is different. It's not the same. I'm not comparing you to what someone else's results are. I'm not measuring how you're doing against how someone else is doing. I'm looking at you, an individual person and saying, Hey, where are you now? What didn't work for you in the past? How can we build something that works for you in the future and only you? And that's also why, like when someone's like, oh, you know what? It's so interesting. I was talking to friends and family and they're like, I'd never be able to do this, but it's easy for me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because they're not you. They don't have your lifestyle, right? So I want to encourage you guys to really think differently about how you can find your own way to see results in your health and fitness and within your life. Don't just do what someone else is doing because it works for them. Do something that's going to work with you. Be willing to do the trial and error and be intuitive, which means writing down 
what's changing with your body so you start to understand and listen to your body's cues. That is all for this episode of Teen Teachings. Thank you guys so much for uh, for listening and uh, we will catch you on next Friday's episode. See you later. Bye.